0: Um, okay the next one is called intrinsic um, and this is inspired by one of the novels I'm already writing which is about a group of uh, witches and a shapeshifter and at one point they meet a vampire but he's not like a traditional he's not uh, a Dracula of sorts but he's also not like Edward from Twilight So he is um, a vampire who looks like he's in his 20s Um, but he's actually only in his 40s, he was turned, um, in the 80s, so he, he makes a lot of, um, references to the 80s, and he has, like, really great music tastes, and he wears, like, psychedelic, or, I haven't decided, he either wears psychedelic clothing or he, um, looks like a mod head, I haven't decided, but, um. Yeah, that, that, I love this character so much, he, he's a great character and he just gives me a chance to explore vampirism in a different way, so he is intrinsic. One of the most intrinsic characteristics of a vampire is desire, that is what fuels us most. We want and need far more than any other creature. We do not drink blood because we enjoy the rich metallic taste that lingers on our tongues for hours, we drink it out of necessity. But once the red liquid of life has touched our lips, the desire for more becomes increased and it is far too difficult to stop. That is why vampires are labeled as murderous, but it cannot be helped because it is intrinsic and inherent, inherent traits of vampires. It is why, that is, this is why vampires are such a rare species. We have been on the verge of, experience, of ex, we have been on the verge of extinction since we evolved from humans. We are dying off because of two reasons humans and vampires. Many have been killed for drinking too much and allowing our desire to overcome our senses, which would normally prevent us from drinking to kill. We are killed by human hunters as blood-sucking murderers, despite the fact that some of us have chosen the alternative lifestyle of drinking animal blood, bag blood, or a magical blood substitute provided by a kind Wiccan. Thank you, Siobhan. Many vampires have also died for refusing to drink from others, but unfortunately we are deemed killers, and Dracula shall forever be the stain on, a va- on the vampire's somewhat good name. For many vampires are nothing like the monster Stoker wrote about. I've one, and am not. My name is Paul Graves and I'm a vampire. I was bitten while I was at university. It happened in a discotheque, and I was way too high to realise that the guy who was sucking on my neck had unusually large fangs that were retractable. In my defence, it was the 80s, and his teeth wasn't even the weirdest thing I saw in the club that night. I don't remember much from that night, but I do remember flashes of the pain, and when I woke up the next morning, my senses were on overdrive. Everything was too loud or too bright, and I had a pit in my stomach. I was so hungry, but I didn't know what for. I tried everything, but the pain only grew worse. I arrived on on the dirty floor mattress for hours, before the man from the nightclub came back with dinner. He had brought in a young woman who I recognised from the university campus, and I'm sad to say that we drank her dry. She died rather quickly and rather painlessly, might I add, but I know it will not excuse me. I spent many years with Ian, the man who turned me, because I thought that was the only way. Then I met Siobhan, a lovely woman with a heart of gold who convinced me to leave Ian. She helped me land on my feet, and to her I am immensely grateful. Because who knows what I would have become if I had stayed. If I had given in to my intrinsic vampiric attributes, I would have become the monster everyone fears me to be. And I never would have met the, th- the amazing people in my life today. Love you Mal, Roe and Jack. Kiss, kiss, kiss. So that's uh, like sort of a little um, blog post from Paul Graves, the char- my vampiric character.